Hey, Christina. Yes, Mark. I have a new one. <laughs> a new one? What? Oh, my God. What new one? What do you, what do you think it sounds like <laughs> when the lead singer of Depeche Mode gets stabbed? <laughs> I oh, Jesus. <laughs> This is Extemporaneous, and it is a podcast uh, about current topics. And I am the one who comes up with the ideas. I am the one that does the research. I am the one generally that's providing the wine. And uh, Mark speaks extemporaneously about things. This is part two of Extemporaneous. Of the amazing cliffhanger Flat episode Earth one. Sat, what, what did you call it? <laughs> Pathetic and oh, sad, but also pathetic social. and sad. But, but social. social. <laughs> thank you, Breakfast Club. Oh, thank you, Breakfast Club. Um, all right, so here's here's what I want to talk about, and I think that we didn't actually explore a lot in the initial comments from the first episode. I feel attacked. I'm, it's not your fault. It's mine. I'm the one that's meant to be leading the conversation, and thank here God. I go. I'm going to lead the conversation. Zero responsibility. <laughs> We have hinted at it, and we have talked about them being interested in conspiracy theories. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But we have not actually spoken about how big this conspiracy would actually have oh, to be. Lord. Lottie. Because you can't just say the Earth is flat, and it's just our impression, and all the math is wrong. It is not only is the math wrong, but for whatever reason, for millennia, governments over time have wanted to fool everyone. So let's go through the list, shall we? Please. Every government on earth, <laughs> all right? Except possibly North Korea, they might not know yet. Not sure. <laughs> Maybe that guy's a flat earther. Yeah. Physics, that's a pretty big group of dudes, right? Mm -hmm. Geology. All school teachers. Astronomy. Uh, the entire GPS industry is apparently <laughs> total horseshit. They're faking it. Uh, yeah, all the school teachers, although technically I guess they could be like indoctrinated and fooled. You know, those of them that don't actually know how to do math might be fooled by this uh, pronouncement. Um, geographers, well, Magellan, probably in on it. Well, right? hang on. I mean, all of the all of the explorers, even airline though they're pilots, <laughs> but, but all of them, every, every airline pilot. But here. OK, astronauts, they could say the math is all fake. That's fine. But guess what? Here's the crazy thing about math. Mm -hmm. It's not really subjective, right? You Like if you do the math and I do the math, assuming we haven't made egregious errors, which clearly I would not. <laughs> Probably um, I would. And then I would say, I don't know why mine's gonna wrong. going to come out the same. So you can't really fake math to mathematicians. Like they're not going to go, doesn't seem right, but okay, you're fine. I, I'm sure it is correct. I'm not going to bother testing it or, you know. Well, Matt, see I think the, you forgot to carry the one. Nope, it, it's fine. Flat Earth doesn't rely on math. It relies on Cartesian doubt. It relies on the idea that you can use only your senses and doubt anything unless you can know it for sure. And they know for sure based on the flat horizon, I guess. And that's the crazy thing is there's nothing more objective and less subject to corruption and obfuscation and conspiracy than mathematics. 
Okay. One thing I do want to ask you, one of the, one of the psychologists that, um, specialists in the program mentioned that if he would, he could sit down with just about anyone for, you know, 20 minutes or 30 minutes or however long he says it is and discover where they are a flat earther. Obviously, he doesn't mean that everybody is a flat earther, but he means that everybody has some kind of some kind something, of cognitive dissonance, something that they they believe, they believe in. So what would be yours? Uh, I am a completely perfectly rational being. <laughs> and I have no such ridiculousness. Come in my life. on, none. I, honestly, I mean, if I have one, I can't see it. Right. Because if I if I had something that I thought was flat earth like, I would think it's just like every other one of my beliefs. Right. It would just look like a normal belief to me. Yeah. But hasn't anybody ever gone? Wow, Mark, that's a little bit different. They do. They do. But <laughs> I assume that they're just ridiculous and possibly insane. <laughs> so mine would be I do follow patterns. I do look for patterns and things. I do. I spend a lot of time looking not at fortunes astrology, but I look at it from sort of a Carl Jungian perspective as a scorpio i find you lacking <laughs> you don't you even believe, believe in, in that I at don't. all there's one there's exactly one mm. thing in all of astrology that's actually been proven to be the case about a scorpio <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> yeah what and is that, it and that thing mm -hmm. is scorpios are the sex kings of the zodiac <laughs> they are <laughs> unquestionably the sexiest oh. sign. Oh my God. Maybe this is a good time to transfer over into the second half of the documentary and our commentary on that. Last time on Extemporaneous. <laughs> <laughs> There's this guy now. We get to a new guy in the Flat Earth group. His name is Bob Nodel, I think. It's K-N-O-D-E-L, Nodel. I believe probably. it's that's probably how you pronounce it. Um, he didn't change his name to Galaxy Broadsword or something. No, like that. I mean, all these <laughs> these guys are all seem to be no normal. They have their real names and stuff. Which one is that? That the he's the guy with the beard and and the engineer. He's an engineer. Oh, the guy who makes the. Uh, he's a Earth? consultant for the no. He's a consultant for the police department. Uh, he, he in IT. He claims there are. Uh, these um, guys are all swimming together in my head. Yeah, he's the guy that you you actually watched it and you said I don't care for him, he, and I think he looks very friendly. He's oh yeah, smiley, the, guy with the giant mole, the beard, and he's he's one of the ones that does the experiments. Yeah, and he runs some of the cons or whatever. Yeah, right? he is at yeah. one of the well, he's a speaker at one of the yeah. 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 Okay. So anyway, so he's there and he's leading a meetup group and he's talking and he's he's sort of making fun of Neil deGrasse Tyson and um. And, and then we come to the understanding at this point that there are factions within Flat Earth. Flat Earth has camps. It's not unified by any degree. 70% of them believe that this is covered by some sort of dome. The other 30% believe that it's not covered and there's just more versions of this outside. The drama. It's all the drama and they compare it, Mark Sargent, and this is why I feel like you and Mark Sargent could kind of be friends, honestly. I mean, there's a, I feel like there's a lot of similarities. I mean, does he play WoW? I don't know. <laughs> he probably does. Digital pinball, I know. Yeah, right. wow. But that's he referenced the Pythons. He did. He, he did. The he, life of Brian. He did. He used that to describe uh, kind of how he sees science as working, which really 
when it, like fr- the flatters factions right when he says he drops yeah. his shoe follow the shoe follow the shoe <laughs> no it's the sandal or whatever the hell that <laughs> yeah, was. yeah yeah so he's saying he's like yeah i use the life of brian as my metaphor for that because of course he does of course he does of, co- of course he do- really of course he does of course he does yeah. because why wouldn't you you're That's- like you know he's a pseudo intellectual like within right. his mind mo- in his mind he's an intellectual and then he's also like a python fan not quite sure where this dude falls in that spectrum, but he is totally against Mark Sargent because Mark Sargent kind of came up and stole his thunder. And this is Math Powerland. Oh my, my name is Math Powerland. I'm the reason why Edward Snowden spoke up. All right, try to say his name without laughing. I can't. Math Powerland. Like, where do these names come um, from? I'm pretty sure from an 80s uh, Saturday morning cartoon. Right. Like, he was right after He-Man. <laughs> Math Powerland. Power and they're like, yes, he uses the power of uh, long division to defeat his <laughs> foes. Oh, my God. His and foes like, would be like, I can't do long yeah. division. <laughs> like, Mom, I, I don't really want to watch this show. It's too much about too school. Stress. Yeah, I it's like school. Just, like, it makes me nervous, yeah. Mom. I don't want to exactly. do it. So, Mark and math have a falling out as they would because math they were when when the all of this stuff was kind of getting going and there's a lot of attention people started calling and asking for math to do an interview well they contacted mark because mark was the only one who had math's phone number right and so then math was being a prima donna and saying no i'm not going to do any interviews and mark's like hell yeah i'll do some interviews let me do some interviews well of course then he gets all the press and math is put out about it so then math starts this <laughs> slamming math like is, trolling videos like yeah. these diss tracks of of youtube videos and he's crazy you guys he's, he is the, fucking screaming into yeah. the the thing like a lunatic this is what they're doing there, there, there's a mutiny going on the fact that you're here is like raising a red flag so yeah he is legitimately an angry white guy right he is the he's frothing at the mouth screaming about conspiracies he accused uh the carol baskin lady whatever her real name is uh patricia steer yeah patricia steer clear <laughs> of being uh, a lizard person at one point well, i don't know uh, if that was him accusing whatever, her of that or a shill for the government he definitely has accused mark of being a, definitely a government a plant. government person who also works for warner brothers because right. warner brothers is, and the government are in collusion to yeah. create this conspiracy of the round earth. They're in cahoots. They are in cahoots. <laughs> yes. Hilariously though, there's this black screen that comes up because the producers of this film obviously wanted math to be a part of it. They're right. just showing his YouTube videos. Um, but when he was asked to appear in the film, math stipulated that he has to receive $5,000, 12% of the profits from right. the film, creative control a guarantee that he would be featured 25 to 50 percent in 25 to 50 percent of the film and that the producers would would uh, support his unverified claims that mark Sargent is a warner brothers executive using an alias math thinks he's van halen (laughs) and no green m&ms and all or all what was it no green remove the brown oh move remove the brown and then he they they had this like you know next line pops up and says we were unable to meet his yes. demands. Because we don't need his sad sack ass <laughs> to do our We can still drag that guy and he's it's, it's going to be fine. So, um, you know, Hannah Laurie at this point points out, 
if you're going to believe in this, you're going to have to believe that this is a huge conspiracy. Yeah, vast. And you would need literally 30%, I think, of the population would be in on this by at this point. You would have to. I mean, I think that what they do believe... Like having, airline pilots. And, having done uh, some digging, yeah. they, they do... Um, they do say that like most people at NASA believe what they're doing. Yeah. But that they don't realize that what they're doing isn't real. Oh, okay. So, so they, they believe fooled. in what they're being fooled as well. So there's a, like this very top level who are taking, who are taking and they're in it for the money. No one knows who they are. Yeah. These guys with PhDs <laughs> in advanced mathematics can't figure out that what they're doing is total bullshit. <laughs> they're like, hey, well done. And they just see the video yeah. that Stanley Kubrick. Like, <laughs> all right, nerds, let's like, high five each yeah, other. Yeah, like a good job. All right. So then we get to Patricia again. And Patricia is like, now here's a moment where there is. Boo. There, here's a moment where you think, okay, she's going to have, she's going to have a moment. She's got a moment of clarity right here. And then, then we, then she misses it. So Patricia is in this moment, and she's saying, you know, there she's are like, you know what? I'd really like to find those Dalmatians and make coats out of them. Oh, my God. She really is kind of like Cruella. She's very angular. Yeah. A lot of, lot of work done. I mean, no shame. Do your thing. Do your, do your, do your Botox. Do whatever you're going to do. I'm probably just envious. But anyway, um, she says, you know, I'm a, I'm a conspiracy realist. But she says... There are conspiracies actually about me. So within the flat Earth community, right. she is roundly right. the despised. irony bell is tolling, and uh, she can't hear it. She almost gets there, and so she says. And and I have some more detail about this that I did in sort of afterwards, um, googling and and checking up on where are they now. But um, so oh, it's kind wait. of a it's kind of a sad story. But she. You know, there's, there's, there's sad to me. I'll probably cheer. No, I think you'll probably go like, Ooh, I, you know, okay. I still don't like her, but she that's not by nice. a tiger. No. So they, they, she said that there's people, uh, math is ranting that she's a shill, right. um, that she was, so she's there just for the money. She's independently wealthy and lives on a trust fund. So no, um, she's a honeypot that lures men into the flatter thing and then she steers them the wrong way using a play on her last name i mean that kind of might be true <laughs> <laughs> and then um patricia because the last three letters cia stands right. for cia i mean Th so she's that's the crazy you know what that is right there i think that's a form of periodelia which is where humans are so predisposed to find patterns that's how we you know that's how we learn it's how we recognize things but then that makes people that are a little bit crazy see things like oh it says cia there therefore there's a connection with the cia like they would just like she says like they would just give me this name to give people a hint yeah like the, the CIA, cia would give it like a wink like can you she figure was it with out the cia her name would be, be like beth like, yeah they'd be like you know we need to change your name to ann if that's okay <laughs> yeah we need to make you not stand yeah. out at all but they see these patterns everywhere and that's why people like numerology and you know bunch of other kooky kind of non-scientific kind of kind of like me with astrology they, and don't want to say that but yes. yeah no i mean it's uh, true I, I, I could go down that in path the world and they're not always reliable but they have and yet the sometimes they are them. and yet sometimes they are so they also said she drinks blood they also say that that, that i also might believe is transgender like this is a big hit against right. her that she's trans transgender 
Um, and then she says, you know, I can't, I can't prove any of it wrong. I can show them all of the right. things, but they'll find a way to say, no, that's not right. So she gets down to the path where she says, then it makes me worry about maybe things I believe in. Am I like another version of them? But I know I'm not. You're so yeah, fucking close. Like this is the cliff, moment. And then she walked away. Yeah. And then she backs off of it. So that was, that was tough. So then we get into the guys who are actually doing the experiments. Oh yes. <laughs> and, and Bob mostly. Nodal is one of them. He's involved yeah. in it. And then this other guy called Jaron Campanella, they are the, you know, the, the experimenting group and they have a yeah. podcast each week about, or a show each week about experimenting. What's up this week, Bob? Well, we're going to talk about our uh, 18th failed experiment that proved the earth is actually round, even though we super don't believe it. Well, okay. And so you actually understand this so much better than I do. So would you like to talk about the gyroscope? Yeah, I mean, because. So, so the gyroscope will orient itself towards the uh, center of gravity of the earth. So if the earth is 360 degrees, right? And you move one hour, let's say you're going to move around the earth like the sun is at once every 24 hours. If you move one hour any direction, the gyroscope will have to change orientation to continue to point towards the center of the earth and 360 degrees for the circumference of the earth divided by 24 is 15 degrees. So that's a good way to measure whether or not you're moving around a globe because the center of gravity is going to be in the center of that. Every hour you move to the south, it's going to be 15 degrees. That's not perfectly correct, but that's basically correct. So what they've done is they got some sucker to buy this super expensive, sophisticated gyroscope using lasers. And we all a know ring laser gyroscope. Yeah, there you go. Thank you for knowing that. And we all know that lasers automatically mean best, great science. So they, they take this gyroscope and they move 124th of the uh, Earth's cir circumference in some direction. And they're like, now, if the Earth is not round, the gyroscope will not change orientation. But what we found is, is when we turned on that gyroscope, we found that we were picking up a drift, a 15 degree per hour drift. Now, <laughs> obviously we were taken aback by that. Wow, that's kind of a, a problem, <laughs> right? So we were pretty disappointed by that. Obviously we were taken aback. Yes, we were su surprised. I'm like, you know who wasn't surprised? Science, everybody else. They're, they're like, yes, that's exactly what should happen. And honestly, that's exactly how science works, right? You can say, you know what? You say the, the world is, the earth is round, let's check. And that's a good check. That's it was. an excellent experiment. Sadly for him. Doesn't accept the results. We obviously were not willing to accept that. And so we started looking for ways to disprove that it was actually registering the motion of the earth and that it in fact was registering the motion of the sky. He yeah. says it's oh, because yeah. he here, it's, it picked up the, Motion, the motion of the, the heavens. Of the heavens. He <laughs> had something called like heaven energy. Or heaven energy is causing this. Yeah. So then they go and they encase the gyroscope in. It's called a zero Gauss chamber to see if we could actually shield the energies being generated by the heaven. Oh, yeah, zero Gauss chamber, which is an anti magnetic uh, type chamber, I think. And it should 
effectively block any heavenly energies. And then it didn't because then it still showed a 15 guess degree. What? Gravity still gets through that shit. And then now the last thing for them to do and they hope to announce it. So the next thing that we're going to try is encasing the entire apparatus in bismuth. If everything works well, I'd like to release it at the conference. Would you like my prediction about what's going to happen? 15 degree drift. Yeah, see, you had the same prediction. I'm glad to see we're both on the same we page. We are on the same page. So anyway, you get more of, you know, sort of Mark and Patricia in his failed courtship of Patricia. And they go to Houston where she lives. And it's just, it's just pathetic so they're and sitting sad. There. And they're, they're on either a, side of yeah, the table. They're sitting there and he's going for the Netflix and chill. And she's, she's going like, for the free popcorn. I she think. goes, she literally says to him, popcorn's good. Yeah. Oh, he's like, isn't this nice? You're like, the popcorn's, popcorn's good. great. Like, bitch, God, are you serious? Dude. Just God. She's just so cold. But anyway, um, then the producer asks, you know, like, do people recognize you or, you know, like hear your voice and recognize you? Yeah. She's like, the answer is absolutely not. Me, on the other hand, yes. It's, really? Oh, my God. I don't think that we're celebrities. I think that people who are looking into Flat Earth want to get away from that culture. <laughs> no, it's good. No, no, it's a safe answer. I'm going to take it a little different direction. I don't think I'm a celebrity, but yet when I go do public functions, I run into people that do the deer in the headlights. She's just staring at me. And I go, what? She goes, you're Mark Sargent. I go, yeah. Because I didn't know. Everyone recognizes me. I'm Mark Sargent. Well, he yeah. wears a fucking t-shirt that says, says I'm Mark, I'm Mark Sargent. Sargent. So I guess if I wore a t-shirt that said, I'm Mark Snedeker, it's <laughs> possible somebody would come up to me and go, are you, are you Mark, Mark Snedeker? Snedeker? I'm like, how did you know? Or like, who's Mark Snedeker? Yeah. And you'd have to go, well, that's Same me. Same Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so then you get this, the, the, the Bob Nodal guy and he's chatting at a party with, the, this is so crazy. And he's like talking to this guy. He's mic'd up. He's in a documentary. He's mic'd up. Did he forget? What did, did he think they couldn't hear him because they were far enough away? Whatever. Camera's on him. He's having a chat with another guy. But the rotation is not looking good at this point. <laughs> we don't want to blow this, you know? Right, right. And we got $20,000 in this freaking gyro. But yeah, if we, if we dumped what we, we found right now, we would be, it'd be bad. <laughs> it would be bad. So what I just told you is confidential. <laughs> I hate to tell you, it's not a big secret that uh, they were, <laughs> that uh, that your experiments weren't going to work. Oh my god! But anyway, he thinks they are, and they're going to just keep plugging away at it. Um, and so um, mainstream media, legit, is picking up on stories about flat earthers. It's always kind of tongue in cheek. It's always yeah. a little bit like people oh, believe in the flat earth. Or not, these people still exist. Yeah, like. Ah, these weirdos. Um, and so uh, there's some uh, around the solar eclipse. Um, there's some articles being written. And <laughs> Mark is like gleeful to share that like, okay, the guy that wrote this and he's he's secretly a flat earther. And then the guy, the guy who the actual author of the article goes, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not a secret flat earther. Well, that's exactly what a secret flat earther would say. Possibly, because he might lose his job. But, right. you know, see, that does nothing to dissuade Mark. Mark watches that and he goes, Weep. exactly what you just said. Wink, wink. Yeah, of course, he can't say that. Otherwise, he'll get fired. Right. Um, goes out to watch the um, the solar eclipse and he's talking with people. Um, but as he was watching it, he's, he's like, God, this is really cool. And then he goes. It appeared that the sun is self-eclipsing, that there was no three-dimensional object 
that was moving in front of the sun. Because it's a shadow, bro. Like oh. shadows are flat. <laughs> so, um, so then we get Dr. Joe, who is the psychologist, and here is where he actually made he some sense it, to me. He Here's where I kind of go. This is where he did. He earned his paycheck. Thank God. And he says, you know, like he was really not carrying his weight there. For a he's while. like, you know, people want to connect with people about other things that make them you that make us unique. Yeah. And people don't want to be alone. We're social creatures. Everybody, that's true. Um, and he says, now in this group, they aren't different and they're no longer alone. Right. Or they're different in the same way. Different in the same way. So they right. fit in. They feel like, okay, I've re uh, this is my family and, and, and this is where they, they're, this is where I belong. And so they have the sense of belonging. So then Mark gets flown to a meeting, into a meetup with Flat Earthers because he's a famous star within the movement and everybody's, you know, taking pictures with him and getting his autograph and all the rest, getting hugs from him and everything else. And at the same time that this is going on in the same town, just like kind of down the street, it seems like, although that might just be creative editing is a scientist. It's like a group of scientists, including Hannah Lore. She's at this. Yeah. So she's, they're talking about their science things and Mark's talking with the flat earthers and the flat earthers are here saying, yeah, I lost my wife. I've lost family. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and this is, this is what I have left. Um, and, and then you get some of the scientists and the, the Greek scientist says, and I thought this was incredibly empathetic. He says, you know, the worst case scenarios, you just completely push these individuals at the fringe of society and then society just lost them. And now we get to the big event, which is the Flat Earth International Conference being held in Raleigh, North Carolina. And everybody goes to this except for Math, math Powerland. Math, <laughs> math man math, Thundercat. Math Powerland is. Is, is fighting injustice in other areas, yeah. but he's he's not there, but he's ranting and raving. The sad part of this is that a lot of people bought a ticket and they said there's no refunds. So if I were to put out a video exposing Mark Sargent, well, they keep the money. Now you're probably too scared to go. I just let you call me delusional. I let you call me crazy. Why? Because I'm the one who came up with the flower. Okay. So you're <laughs> you're saying it's not real? It's not real. It's just something yeah. of your invention. Um. So you go through the the conference and they're doing, you know, Mark does a keynote speech and and uh, what's her name Patricia she's speaking and uh, it's all you know evidently they run a panel discussion and it's just like a regular it's a regular convention like any convention that anyone's ever been right. to. So they you know again the you you get a lot of people talking about how this is an escape and they've never fit in anywhere and then they get Mark and he is unfortunately dressed in this very, very bizarre outfit with like a oh yeah his electric bow tie and, and glasses. glasses his glass frames are electric i think that gives him a lot of credibility yeah, yeah so i mean so he's got this electric bow tie and then these electric glasses and they're talking to him and they're talking to him about sort of he goes you know the truman show when he gets to the edge of the earth of his earth and he realizes that you know this is not reality and there's a another place outside that door he goes truman walks through it and he goes because what what else does he have to lose but he goes now he said make him the mayor mayor a 
of that town. Let's say the mayor of that town got in a sailboat and got out to the edge. The guy's got limos, the guy's got mistresses, he's got money, he's got a pretty cushy life. Does he open the door and face the devil you don't know versus the devil you know? No. And that's and that's actually that's of course a metaphor for him because he is an extremely say, right? self-aware. And so then the the producer says to him, "That's the like you're now the mayor of Flat Earth." If I tried to go, there would be so many people. They would come and say, "Don't, don't, don't do it." And so I couldn't even if I wanted to. I think he has an awareness of what's going on and it's a created it, but he's enjoying the notoriety he's well, enjoying the perks this is his best life right i mean i don't think he's like a big hard charging type a guy outside of this world no Right. All right, so then it kind of wraps up at the end. And in the meantime, all of this stuff has been going on. You've been flashing back and forth to these guys who are doing a test where they are going to run a laser across a, a plane. Unfortunately, they didn't understand that a household laser is going to spread out to about eight miles at the distance that they need. So they finally figure it out and they're, they do the test. And it's a test that if you, you get, it goes through one hole and then there's a board right. a ways down the way. And it goes through another hole and then if it hits the, all the holes, it hits all it, the, the, the earth, earth is, is flat. flat. Right. And then, and then at the end, they're like, Hey, how high is your light? I mean, I, you know, it's, is, um, there's, we don't see you Enrique lift up your, lift up your light way above your head. And then when they hold it up above the head, then they can see it. And the guy answers like, interesting. <laughs> is too high <laughs> possibly due to the curvature of the earth which is an unacceptable result please point work. the laser down so so that is the end of this this documentary and it was really it was really fascinating so let's talk a little bit about just i know we've talked quite a bit during but let's kind of wrap it up with a little discussion about you know sort of final thoughts and i'll give you a rundown on where they are now what do you think? What did you think about it? Honestly, I mean, apart from like the bad science and everything, did you think the documentary was? It was very well done, right? Because I think, as you correctly pointed out, it was it, it didn't pander to them at all, but it was sympathetic to the people who are involved with this, right? They didn't just drag them, which is the easy thing to do, right? It's very simple to drag people who believe something so out of the mainstream but it was a good approach and it gives you some understanding where they're coming from without, you know, obviously acting like any of the shit they say is correct, which we all know it isn't. So I thought it was very well done from that standpoint and they developed the characters, right? I mean, the characters are revealed through this process, which is really what you're asking for from a documentary like this. I want to learn, you know, something about some of the people who are behind this movement to give me a little bit of understanding of you know where they're coming from why are they like this why you know why am i not like this well how am i different from these people <laughs> and i would answer uh, i went to school so <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean i think many of them did too i know they did and i was just a joke <laughs> i know but i mean but, but, I, but I i believed it <laughs> i believe what they taught me for the most part <laughs> okay that's true I, I and i think that that's right i mean i don't think he they they listened to them they gave them 
a platform. Sure. They didn't, you know, there's a little shade, you know, they showed some things. So well, sort because of like, you don't want to create more of them. No, right? no, but they did a good job of, of letting them tell their story. And in the end, and so here's, here's kind of the nice segue is, um, so Mark and Patricia immediately after this, the film came out. Um, of course, they experienced a big boost in subscribers to their channels. Sure. And this is the way that Mark is making a living. Right. Um, previously, he lived in Colorado and did tech support. So okay. I Geek thought Squad. possibly he worked at the last blockbuster in America <laughs> or something like that. But okay. I mean, he's super into movies, so it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a stretch. Um, he he also made he also made a living playing video games. So he right. he was a, a skilled video gamer. And, uh, and then, then he decided as, when he, when he got into the flatter thing, that's when he moved back in with his mom. Um, so he monetizes his YouTube videos and he does, you know, in-person meetings or right. uh, talks and things like that. And he's cooler about it than, you know, uh, math Thundercat or whatever his name is. <laughs> math Powerland. Yeah. That so, I mean, he's a nicer guy. He's, he's just a, a nicer guy. Man. He's yeah. a better, he's a better human being. He's kind. He's, he's earnest. And that's, that's what I really like. Um, it, he has 89,000 subscribers or over 89,000 subscribers on his more YouTube. More than us. Good job. Many, many, many more than us. Um, and 1.8 million views of his, his, um, various. So do we do the math to figure out how much he makes? <sighs> you could, I mean, you could easily do that. There's, yeah. that's a lot. He's making, he's making, making a decent, living, decent, right? decent yeah. living. Good for you. Um, and well, he is, uh, he's written a book as well, you know, self published, has. but you know, yeah. whatever, that's what everybody's doing in probably, you know, Later like every. Everybody's got a podcast nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with those people? I mean, oh my God. Um, um, Patricia Steer. Was has... killed by her own troops in no, Vietnam. No, okay. Oh. So Patricia, in the documentary, if you recall, talks about how she was kind of checking into Mark and then all of a sudden decided to move to England. Right. With for a, another partner. Shocking that she maybe didn't have the best judgment when it came to men. And as it turns out, not. She went and went to live with a fellow flat earther in England. Turned out that guy was, there's all kinds of accusations back and forth, but he is the one that started mainly the smear campaign. And that oh. smear campaign within the flat earth group was very effective. It caught on within the within the community, and so a big portion of the community started dragging her. And uh, as of now, she has deleted her entire flat Earth existence and has she has a presence on YouTube, but it is not flat Earth related. She's mm -hmm. just re recently restarted her channel. I will really miss her. And then she and Mark um, had a falling out. Yeah. They were supposed to be on a panel together at one of the later the the next whatever international thing. Yeah. And she Mark became, and no, Mark became enraged because Logan Paul was a guest speaker and he was offended that Logan Paul was there because Logan Paul is such He's a douche. He's a YouTube, YouTube influencer. Guy, yeah. And he, so Logan Paul, he's the guy that did the, the death forest in Japan and yeah, videotaped yeah, yeah. He's a, he's, a he's, guy who'd committed suicide. I mean, totally yeah. dick. Anyway, so no solid of Mark to like stand up and say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to appear where that guy is. Right. And he just took off. Because but that kinda, guy's there to make fun of them. He is there to make fun of them and to make money off of them. And yeah. so then he, so Mark left and left Patricia in the lurch. Now, math powerland. Thundercat. That he is described. <laughs> Um, 
as a toxic douchebag by people on um, you know in, in articles and That's i'll have shocking. just by the way everyone i'll have all of the links of all the research in um the description so you'll you'll be able to see if, you, if you're interested in reading any of these articles that i read um but he he's an antagonist in the in the film for sure um but it's not clear if he is doing this for real or if he's acting he has now moved away from flat earth he still talks a little bit about flat earth but he's on to everything else yeah, he he's, loves all the he's talking about um epstein he's yeah. talking i mean there's just like so much stuff that he's on about yeah. and i'm just like okay it's not clear whether he's for real or if he's he's not and then as i mentioned nathan thompson ran into some trouble nathan is the guy bouncing yeah, yeah, the balls yeah. he uh he has his facebook group and he's still you know heavily into the flatter thing um but he was recently i but think he beat somebody to death with a tire iron <laughs> no uh, he was recently yeah. arrested for approaching children on a playground oh. and informing them that the earth okay well was flat i mean he could have done worse <laughs> based on the beginning of that sentence yeah, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's, a, that's actually a pretty good result if you think about it. If that's the worst that happened. Good for yeah. you. Yeah, so that, that is the uh, flat earth uh, behind the curve. That's behind the curve, the documentary. And it was an interesting kind of deep dive into that, that world, I thought. So where do you put this in the war against science? Like if, if you look at... Oh, I mean, so it's in the... I mean, it's clearly in the anti-science uh, camp, but it's also one of the least pernicious, mm -hmm. right? It's not as, first of all, it's not as angry as, you know, uh, chemtrails and uh, the 9-11 truther type people. And it's not as harmful mm -hmm. as the anti-vaxxers. Now, mm -hmm. of course, there's a lot of overlap between these groups. So, but it's, and it's so absurd to people who don't buy into it mm -hmm. that it seems funny, right? <laughs> it does to me. I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's I think it's in the. <laughs> but I mean, you have to really, really fucking hate science to believe in that. <laughs> like you really, really do. I mean, you You're really. Like, like, were you scared by science as a child? What happened to you? <laughs> Why? Like, did, Why would this yeah, happen? Did somebody hit you with a calculator oh when you were God. young? I don't know. I. But, <laughs> They were they just, they're, they're super anti-science, but mostly harmless, I think. Now let's talk about social media because we want to promote ourselves. It's Extemporaneous is our Facebook group, but it's Extemporaneous without the first E. So please join us there. We would love to have lively discussions and please comment on what you think about our um, podcasts. And if you have suggestions or thoughts, constructive criticism, we would really appreciate it. Okay. And you do the Insta. So we have a, we have a gram, you guys. <laughs> uh, you can find us at at extemporaneous pod and uh we do have a website hopefully by now it is up and running extemporaneous.com oh my god you guys you guys you guys super excited to announce that we are now on apple podcasts which used to be called itunes and now we're on apple podcast now you can go please and please those of you who like us, i mean which is all of you give I us assume. a five star review on on apple and um please write us a review because that will help us show up in the feed somehow there's sort of in their algorithm Correct. if we're getting as long as you 
you click the five stars. If your review is okay, boomer, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Wow. You but guys, you... Christina's a huge liar. Oh, no. <laughs> She's faking it right now. No, I'm That's not. That's not even a real laugh. No, what? Stop. <laughs> See? Stop it. doesn't it. sound real, does it? Stop. I can't be that funny. God. Well, you're not right now. <laughs> um. <laughs> See, no, I think that's funny. Wow. So this one here is called... Popper. Pop-up. Pop up. Pop-up sparkling wine, <laughs> which has got to be the best name for a wine of all time. That just... <laughs> It just oozes quality. Can, can I just say it was buy one, get one at Target? So Logo I'm super, is the best I'm super there for that. Logo wine, best wine. Oh wow. Do you? Do you send out photos? All the time. What? I mean, honestly, it's amazing I get anything done in a day. Oh, God. I get so gross. much time photographing my job. Oh, God. That's so gross. Your poor son. Your poor son is listening to this. Matthew, just fast forward. <laughs>